The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. This is the Joe Hoff Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Well, welcome to the Joe Hoff Show today. First time live live streamed and, and live for you. Really excited about this big, big moment. I remember talking to my daughter a couple of years ago. I was just mentioning this to my wife. I, I um, had said, man, I'd really like to do something like this. I'd like to get in front of a camera and share all this great information that we've gathered at the Gateway Pundit, that I've gathered uh, myself throughout my career, especially about the 2020 election and, and COVID and wouldn't it be great to have a voice in front of a camera to say, "Hey, here's what's going on." To get, get push, push the truth out, not not this garbage that we're getting from our mainstream media. And uh, and today's the day. So here we are. Here we are live on TNT Radio dot well, dot live, and uh, and and we are live streaming and on numerous platforms. So we'll be getting you more information on that here shortly. We also have a great show and a great week ahead, as always. Uh, uh, for our first guest uh, uh, on the uh, on the Joe Hoff show, we'll have none other than Christina Bob, President Trump's attorney, and uh, who used to work at OAN as well, and and worked for the government. She's a JAG. She's uh, just a really super super American patriot. Somebody who's written a book about the uh, 2020 election. So we'll bring bring in her after this first break, but just. This set for just a great series here on the Joe Hoff Show. It's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be very informative. We're going to have uh, really some of the best guests out there, and uh, certainly in American politics and and in what's going on uh, today. Uh, we've just got great friends of this show of my of, and friends of mine that we're going to bring on. Uh, you know, like last Friday we had Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria Ryan on. What a great show that was. I still think what what Rudy shared about these fascists. And really saying the Democrat Party's really been taken over by fascists. That's why they all agree on everything. There's there's no conscience there. There's no integrity because they just go with the flow. And that's what fascists do. He also talked about this uh, January 6th. And I was mentioning, you know, one guy is indicted. He wasn't even there for 20 years. He's going to prison for 20 years, this Enrique Tarrio guy. I think it's because he was a, he was connected to the feds and they they want to they want him to die in prison so he doesn't share a story. I think that's what's really going on. And uh, so that's what they did. They shoved him in prison for 20 years. Wasn't even there. Uh, another guy uh, that's uh, Owen Schwoyer from uh, from Infowars is sitting in prison today. It was outside, never went inside the Capitol. He's outside with a blowhorn telling people, hey, hey, don't go in there. It's, it's a scam. It's a setup. Don't go in. And And by the way. It's amazing how you can get information from various people from from with different perspectives, different different backgrounds, different knowledge. And I think that's what diversity is, is is people's knowledge, diversity in knowledge, diversity in in thought and not not meaning, um, you know, fascist thoughts or terrorist thoughts. I don't I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. If somebody's, you know, killing people, I'm not really interested in their thoughts. I want them put in Gail, I want them arrested and thrown in prison. If that's if that's the case, I, if somebody's invading another country and murdering people and taking children and women and and you know hundreds uh, captives, I don't I don't really care about their point of view. I want them brought to justice. And so there's a difference, but there but I'm I'm very interested in good people's views, people with various backgrounds, experiences, knowledges, faiths, beliefs. And I, I was talking to this plumber last week. His name's Ken. Great guy, real nice guy, friend of mine, friend of David, David Clements. 
who's been on the show and who will be again on the show this week, our first week here live in person on uh, TNT Radio Live. And and he said, Ken said, you know, I want to get uh, I want to get the a FOIA on the amount of water that was used on January 6th. And this is coming from a plumber. And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Why, you know, thinking inside, I didn't say this out loud, but what's this guy talking about? I know he's a plumber, but what? And he says, well, because he says, I was there. I was there on January 6th. And there were no porta potties outside the Capitol. And, you know, it was a cold day. It was, it was a long day, President Trump, and there were speakers before President Trump. And then there was a walk to the Capitol, and the rioting had already started at that time. They started firing on the people about uh, at, at, at about 2.30 in the afternoon Eastern. And that's, when, uh, and, and that's when the riots broke out after the police started firing on innocents. And, um, and there was people there in the crowd instigating the riots. We know that now. And we know more and more information. But he said, you know, with no porta potties, I believe a lot of people went into that capital because they had to go to the bathroom. And I want to know how much water was used. Was it a, was it unusually high? And I think that is brilliant. And that's that's the kind of thinking that we need. This expanding our our, our breadth of uh, information. People from various backgrounds have various views, and and there's some great views that people have, and they shouldn't be discounted. And and so that's that's what this show is going to be about too going forward. We're going to bring in pers- perspectives from people across the board that are smart, that are intelligent, that have integrity, uh, that uh, that uh, who's, who who should be heard. And so I find that that was really fascinating. Something that really stuck with me. It's like you think that uh, if you're going to dig into voter uh, uh, the 2024 election, for example, we started a group. It's called. Uh, what is it 2024 it's called fate 2024 Uh, fair and transparent elections 2024 we've got about 30 professionals on that team and i've invited ken now the plumber to join us because that's the kind of perspectives we need we need people from all walks of life because there's going to be somebody that's going to help us come up with ideas on how we can save this next election because right now our elections are fraudulent and this is what the fascists want. They want fraudulent, broken elections that they can steal, where they can manufacture 80 million votes for a clown who stayed in his basement for the entire election season, a clown who's who's corrupt as can be, a, the leader of a crime family, a mafia, mafiosa. This, this is the, the, the family uh, that's running this country today, and it's not him. We know Barack Obama has even admitted it recently that he's that he's a big part of what's going on in D.C., and it's a mess. And it's just exactly what Barack Obama wanted, if you follow his career, uh, from from Indonesia and Islam to the U.S. to uh, his presidency. So many questions, so many lies, and so much cor- massive corruption. So much massive corruption they put people in, and he, and he touts to this day, we never had a single scandal. The guy said in, 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 a walking scandal, giving money to Iran, doing it again, gave $10 billion again last week after Iran supported Hamas and Hezbollah in their raid and bloody raid, bloody brutal massacre of fourteen hundred people, including many Americans and 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 many and and Muslims and Jews and Christians and and uh, uh, Buddhists that that's who they that, that's who they persecuted and killed and 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 kidnapped. So um yeah, this is this is uh, Obama. He's supporting that. He's giving them more money to to support these efforts. and uh, it's frightening what's going on. We see the open border with Mayorkas, who's uh, who's born in Cuba. 
He's a, and, and he lies every day in front of Congress, and yet our Congress can't get him impeached. It's just uh, unbelievable. We've got crimes and the and the Biden family on that laptop all over the place. And the FBI, Biden's FBI, Biden Obama's FBI that snuck around during the Trump years that persecuted President Trump, tried to tried to get rid of him with a coup d'etat, which by the way is absolute sedition. And uh in uh 1865, when a coup happened, they killed Abraham Lincoln. There were four people that were hung as a result. People don't know that. This is a this is a very violent and and dangerous and serious crime that these people committed. People like Mueller and Weissman and uh, these individuals like uh, Norm Eisen that was behind every scandal you could think of uh, during the Trump years. This is their effort was to overthrow the, the country, overthrow President Trump, get rid of Trump because they had plans. They want their fascist plans pushed forward. And so these are the people that are that are coming after Trump now. They're trying to indict him now. They're monsters. They're animals. I talked to Jim, my twin brother at Gateway Punta, you know, yesterday. It's like, these people are pigs. I don't know how to say it any other way. These people are so disgusting. They don't care about this country. We've got Mayorkas bringing millions into this country that we don't know who they are. We've got truckloads, busloads coming up from Panama today. Thousands crossing the border. And they're not stopping it. And Americans got to wake up. Because this, we cannot continue with this. I, I, an individual named Kelly Walker reached out to me, and he wants to share his uh, articles with me at the gate at at, uh, at JoeHoff.com, a site that I set up where I can share this show and other interviews that I have, as well as uh, stories that I'd like shared. And he, and he has this great piece, and I encourage you to go read it about uh, you know how to, how do you kill a million people. And he's talking about COVID, but he goes back to the fascist roots and really uh, Nazism in Germany. This, this, and and we're seeing it today. But he takes this quote, and it's from a, a woman named Sophie Scholl. She looks like a young, young woman uh, that grew up in in Nazi Germany, and he says this quote: "Laws change, conscience doesn't." It's like, or another way of saying this maybe would be. Human laws change. God's God's laws don't change. It, we have the right to free speech. We get, we can't help it. God gave it to us. It's I can say whatever I want based on God's law, not human law. They're trying to stop this. This is the this is the the beginning of the end is to stop free speech. That's why this show is so important. That's why Gateway Pundit is so important. JoeHoff.com. All the various shows on the conservative right that have to stay open. They're attacking our advertisers. The U.S. government is spending money attacking conservatives, censoring us, attacking our ads, attacking the companies that want to advertise with us. This is not America. This is fascism. And this young lady who it says she was a German student, Sophie, Sophie Scholl, and an anti-Nazi political activist. And uh, she was executed on February 22nd, 1943, by guillotine. She was beheaded by the Nazis. I mean, for standing up, for sharing the truth. And, and this is how regimes start and how they gain power through fear, like COVID, like now with the, with the, the wars, with the, just the shutting down and, and censoring and, and what they're doing to these January 6th prisoners. It's just outrageous. There are eight people that have been indicted for pushing this, this big, huge sign that was pushed from the back of the crowd to the front. It was probably 10 feet by 
15 feet maybe um so for you aussies that would be what seven seven i don't know not even seven six meters by by nine something like that pretty big sign that said trump that had metal uh those stands on the side somebody picked it up and pushed it all the way to the tr- front of the crowd guy by the name of ray epps was there pushing it as hard as he could other people were just saying get this thing off me barely touched it those people that barely touched that sign are sitting in prison today eight of them being violent pushing the sign nobody was injured if anybody was injured it was the guys below the sign that got caught up in this mess Ray Epps, who was behind it and pushing it the whole time, he's uh, he's walking free today. He's he's got barely a slap on his hand. Only only moments after all that happened, and um, and here's what's going on. Um, Jim went to try to get access to this video. They said the former speaker said they we could gain access. He goes in. They would give each uh, each uh, publication three hours, and so he went in there, targeted this video, found what he wanted. And he's asked for the the copy and they won't send it to him it's been months now they won't send it and so this is how they're giving us access this is how kevin mccarthy gives us access he was again on uh, yesterday on uh, fox and on the sunday circuit talking about how there's enough evidence now to finally get joe biden stuff we couldn't imagine of course we could you know mccarthy you you know you liar that's why you're gone we don't trust you anymore when you say you could give us access to the video you didn't Thankfully, this new speaker has released, you know, thousands of hours on Friday and we're, we're going through it and we're starting seeing things like people feds showing each other their badges. Like, don't mess with me. I'm embedded in the crowd here looking like a Trump supporter, but I'm a fed. Things like that. Another guy let go fist bumping uh, uh, police as he's taken in a back room, unhandcuffed and let go. It's like there's definitely evidence now that there, the feds were involved, that most it was mostly peaceful in that capital. These people did nothing wrong. Probably most, most of them came in to go, go to the bathroom. It's unbelievable. So we're going to, I tell you what, we're going to dig into all this in the show throughout the year, but, but especially today in this inaugural uh, event of having a live stream of the Joe Hoff Show. Really excited about it. And who better to have with us than Christina Bob? We're going to take a quick break and she'll be with us right after this. TNT Radio's Joe Hoff. Homeland Security was built with an emphasis of protecting this country. What it's turned into under the Obama years is the targets of terrorists coming into the U.S. after 9-11 were switched. The targets now are the good American people. Anybody that's God-loving or if you go to a school board and you happen to say, hey, I don't want my kids being pushed pornography in the school. This stuff's being pushed on our children the people that went to these school boards and said something they're being targeted by this government this obama biden government same with catholic church people that have gone to these uh, abortion clinics and prayed they have been targeted one individual uh had a a large family one morning on a saturday morning they attacked his house Uh, the fbi and police scammed knocked down his door parted him away and his, his crime was that he was praying at abortion clinics basically that's who's being targeted by this biden obama regime joe hoft on tnt radio When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually 9 out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement 
It's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. TNTradio.live. Online. Online. Online streaming. Be a part of the conversation. I stream it all at work and I stream it to my phone and listen to it wherever I go. TNT. Hey, we're back. This is Joe Hoft on the Joe Hoff Show here on TNTradio.live and our first uh, live stream uh, going out to the world uh, with, uh, with the Joe Hoff Show. I'm really excited about it. It's just really something I, I envisioned actually a couple years ago. I uh, was here. I remember talking to my older daughter saying, you know what I'd really like to do is some sort of live stream where I could get my views out there. I was writing at the Gateway Pundit. It's probably before I wrote my first book on the steel, but we were getting some major traction and I just wanted to get the truth out. And I thought I could do a good job at this. I just needed the venue and I've been to St. Louis and back to get to this day. And uh, I did a radio show up there in St. Louis for a period, about a year. And, and it was great. And one person that supported me all along the way has been Christina Bob, President Trump's attorney now. At the time, she was probably with OAN. And um, so who better to have on the Joe Hoff show on our first live stream than, than the great Christina Bob. Christina, welcome to the Joe Hoff show. Joe, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and one of your first guests on the live stream. It's fun. Thank you. Yeah, well, yeah. Just absolutely thrilled to have you. You know, yeah. I, by the way, I should give you a plug. I put, I brought this up too. Here's your uh, book. It's, it's the uh, "Stealing Your Vote" by Christina Bob, and uh, sh- this is signed by Christina as well. And uh, so, go out to Amazon and get her book if you can. And uh, it's a great read on the election. There's a couple great books, a couple of mine, yours, and a couple others. And we're just trying to get the truth out. It's just a, a, an atrocity what happened back in 2020. So, so. You, you things have changed in your life since then too, from OAN <laughs> and even before that, the military. I mean, are yeah. you a major? Is that your? Uh, I was. I got out military? of the major. Yeah, yeah, out of the fantastic. An attorney, a JAG, and me, Marine Corps, a Marine, and then you got into you worked for the for the government for a period of time. I know that was that with Homeland Security. Yeah, uh, I was at DHS and level. Customs and Border Protection. Yeah. Oh man. And then uh, from there, went to OAN, that led you to the election, and now eventually uh, to the President Trump's uh, team of attorneys. And uh, so, so proud to have you here. Maybe you could tell us a little more about your your history and how you landed where you're at today. It's, a, it's an amazing story. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I, I did civil litigation in San Diego for a while, and I was in the military. I uh, loved national security work. So I moved to D.C. and worked at the Department of Homeland Security under Donald Trump, um, just like you said. And then I you know, got a wild idea to become a reporter with One America News, and I went and did that. And then President Trump called and said, hey, you want to join my legal team? And uh, how could I turn that down? You know, that's more than I ever dreamed for. So, um, yeah, so now I'm working for President Trump, working on election integrity issues and uh, helping to make sure that everything's clean and fair so that he gets back into the White House in 2025. Yeah, amen. I mean, if we get a free and fair election, uh, he's he's going to win a landslide. Landslide. He won last time in a landslide. Um, yeah. So I think he'll win even if the election's not free and fair, to be honest. I think he right now is so popular, but quite honestly, by the time we get to November, I think he will be so popular. And what the Democrats are doing is so 
dirty and so wrong that so many people can see it uh, that I think I don't think they will be able to cheat enough. I mean, we've cleaned up the election some, as you know. I mean, you wrote a book on it too, and you're very versed in what happened in 2020 and 2022. Um, so we've made some improvements. Uh, you know, I'd like to see more improvements made, but even without them, quite honestly. Uh, by the time we get to November, I don't think they're going to be able to stop him. I really don't. I think that's why they're trying so hard to get him off the ballot, right? They're trying to do these other yeah. things because they know they can't cheat enough in the 2024 election uh, to stop him. That said, don't sit back on that. I mean, Joe, you know this. I'm always going, everybody needs to get involved. This is an all hands on deck moment. Get involved, get involved, get involved. So get involved in your local area. If you've never worked elections before, we need you to work this election. We clean this thing up from the bottom up, from the precinct up to the state level. Um, and that's how that's how we clean this up. We need to clean up as much as we can. So yes, there's hope. And yes, I'm excited about what's coming. But I am not naive in any respect that we can sit back and just wait for it. We we all have to be a part of the solution. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. I'll have to fill you in too later, uh, maybe in the show here, even about this group that we put together to kind of tackle election integrity for 2024. Fantastic. We call it great. I couldn't even remember the name earlier, but it's, it's FATE 2024, Fair and Transparent Elections 2024. Oh, look at that. That's great. Yeah, about 30, uh, 30 sharp individuals that are working together to try to, first of all, we're going to try to line up and, and, and determine what's actually happening, lay it out, then identify those key controls that we absolutely have to have in place to win this election, and then and then figure out ways to uh, put them in place if they're not in place. So, right, you know, I, I actually, by the way, uh, Michelle Bachman, former representative, who, who I'm sure you know, she talked to me and she calls me up. She says, Joe, I don't know why we're doing this. These elections are so broken that, um, you know, how, why are we even playing this game? And uh, so my efforts is hoping to lay it out that maybe we can say hey no we we should we should move ahead and here's how we're going to do it but but she's got a good point a lot of people think these things are just totally broken and right. uh well i understand why people feel that way because you know as all of this evidence comes out and we see what's going on it's overwhelming it can be incredibly discouraging but the truth is it was happening without us knowing it the only difference now is the lights came on and we can all see it so if back in 2018 or 2016 during, you know, 16 was the last presidential election, if none of us were concerned at that point and we all thought, hey, if there was a problem in our elections, this is the United States of America, we could correct it, right? Hillary Clinton came and made this wild accusation that Donald Trump, Trump cheated uh, to win his race. If the American people actually believed that that were true, we also believed that we would be able to do something to change it. Nothing is different except for the fact we can see the problem is bigger than we thought it was. And so we it is still true that we can clean up and we can fix what's wrong. We just have to do it and we need a lot of people to help. So um, I'm the eternal optimist on this. I do think we're going to clean it up. And I think God, President Trump has the endurance to stay in this race. Uh, we're going to get there. But, um, you know, I'm beating that dead horse. It, it's going to take everybody. We all have to be involved in this. Well, I, and I love your uh, optimism. I mean, that's that's infectious too. And 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 because yeah, we well, you know, and how's that that saying go? I mean, with God, all things are possible. And really, this, you know, I've thought, you know, ultimately, well, you know, we've got God on our side. We got truth on our side. So those are two things, pretty pretty uh, 
pretty important, you know, weapons on our side that are, you know, that, that we know that we know that. Yeah. But, um, I mean, this is a, a David and Goliath moment and I would always rather be David. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, fine with where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we had a uh, Rudy Giuliani on the show uh, Friday and uh, we were talking about the, yeah, I do too. I just love that guy. Um, we were talking about January 6th. Dr. Maria Ryan was with us as well. Oh. And we were talking about uh, January 6th. And we were talking then, uh, you know, about the the Democrats. And and Rudy just went on to say, these people are, you know, they're they're fascists. They just, and the reason is they don't, they don't step outside the line. They all move together because they can't think on their own. They have no integrity. And they're, you know, what they're doing is just, allowing this destruction of America, which we see every day, whether it be in the economy, the border, foreign policy. And um and he's, you know, nobody's probably been as persecuted as much as as him, other than maybe Trump. And um, you know, this is we he never would have imagined this stuff, you know, 20 years ago. None of us would have the stuff that's going no. on now with Jack Smith and all that. Yeah. Well, it's this, and I think our education has so much to do with it because these Ivy, and it's not just Ivy League schools. It's I went to Arizona State and it was all over Arizona State too, you know, um, but these, the education system teaches people that if you have a Democrat perspective, if you're a Democrat, you are morally superior to everybody else. And as long as you believe you're morally superior to everybody else. It justifies breaking the law. It justifies uh, discrimination. It justifies persecution because I'm morally superior. And so it's this belief system that we've created largely through our educational institutions that allow normal, good Americans, I would say they're, they're perfectly good Americans, to do really bad things because they believe they're morally superior. Um, it's a whole elitist mentality. That's why you've got these these people in Congress and these like it's not just Congress, it's it's state, local, you know, all over the place. The Robin Vosses of the world that believe they're entitled to their elected position and they believe that uh they are morally superior or you know somehow better than the rest of us. And that mentality is extraordinarily dangerous in a free society. That's yeah, you're spot on. It's, it really kind of gets back to then ultimately a spiritual war. But I shared this piece uh, in the first segment about this young, beautiful uh, German girl who was a student during Nazi uh, Germany. And she says this this statement where she says, laws change, conscience doesn't. And then she ends up, she's, she gets, she dies from the guillotine by the, at the Nazis' hands in 1943. What an important thing that she shared there. Beautiful young girl. And lost her life for standing up against these fascists. And and this guy that sent me this, this Kelly Walker, I, this piece, I actually put up at a, at a new website I have, joehoff.com. I don't know if you knew that, where I'm sharing some of my own stories and sharing some of these interviews as well, where I want to get them out uh, here as well as in the other platforms that we have. But Kelly Walker sent me this thing, and it's really powerful. He talks about how you fall into this fascist regime. And I think I had Pamela Geller on my show a couple of years ago, and she said, you know, Joe, the First Amendment, freedom of speech is the foundation of everything. It's the cornerstone. But without free and fair elections, it's all gibberish. I just thought, profound, you know. 
But there it is. It's this, they're trying to take away our voice. And that's why shows like this are so important. And the Gateway yeah. Pundit is so important. And, and everything, the word of getting the truth out. And we're getting it out. That's the thing, yeah. too. In uh, April, they said, uh, poll at Rasmussen, 62% of Americans believe the election was stolen. Yeah. Something like yeah. 65%. Yeah, the feds were involved in uh, January 6th. So yeah, people are getting the word. We're getting the word out. Yeah, I think, and I think, yes, I think you're exactly right. I think that's what's happening. Um, free and fair elections, just a, a point you made, you know, none of, we can't sustain a prosperous America. We can't sustain the American dream. We're seeing the American dream die. And I think that largely goes down to the fact that our elections are not free and fair. Have you heard of this idea of the wisdom of the crowd? Uh, have you heard that? Uh, no, but go ahead. It's so interesting. I came across it and it's this idea and it goes back, you know, a hundred, I don't know, I don't know how far it goes back, but the first um, record of it that I've read about was, I don't know, maybe 18, 1900s um, people were at a fair and you could guess the weight of a bull. Like they had a bull there. One of the games at the fair was to guess the weight of the bull. And they had, I don't know, a thousand people there or whatever. And they all played and they all guessed the weight of the bull. Nobody got exactly right, of course. But they found that the closest guess was if you add the, the average, if you add up all of the guesses and average it, that it was within like a pound or two of the actual weight of the bull. And so there's this whole study that's that's gone on when you play the game of how many jelly beans are in the jar or, you know, any type of game like that where you have a whole bunch of people. You're going to have people say 50,000. You're going to have people say two. You know, you're, they're going to be all over the map. No one's going to be exactly right. And it, I don't remember what the, the percentage is, but it's like almost every single time the the closest answer to the correct answer will be the average of all of them together. And the whole idea is that no one person has the answer, but collectively we all come to the right conclusion when every mm -hmm. voice is heard and everybody has an input and you, you collect it together, you come up with the right answer. And that's what our elections are supposed to do. Our elections are supposed to be the collective voice of the people where everybody has an input. You put them together and collectively you come up with the answer. And that's, that's how our government is supposed to be run. But when you have people skewing it, you're going in, in either direction, Democrat or Republican. It's not the policy that matters. It's the idea that everyone's voice is heard that matters. And when you have people skewing it, you're going to come up with the wrong answer. And um, that's that's what we're living in in the moment. So anyway, it's interesting. Google it when you have a minute. The wisdom of the crowd, no, and no. it's just a really interesting study. It's funny. I somebody else sent me a, 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 a something, a podcast on a similar kind of thesis that uh, eight people together actually also. Um, and there's there's something really ma maybe magical or something about groups as well and yeah. and no wonder we all want to be part of the group which is uh heard Tucker Carlson say that's the main thing too they try to tell us that the group the the liars tell us the group is think they think believes Joe Biden's president and we're all yeah. sitting back like no we don't <laughs> oh, sorry no, we don't. that was a scam you know and and the more we get the word out the more people are like you're right you know but listen yeah. to this I, I met a guy last week who's a plumber and he happened to be at January 6th and he tells me, I want to know how much water was consumed by the Capitol that day. And I mentioned this in the first segment. I'm like, what? You know, I'm like, what's going okay. on? He's a plumber, right? right? Well, so he says there was no porta potties outside. So he wonders how many people went inside to go to the bathroom, that it was a setup in that regard as well. Oh. Is that unique? Is that amazing? 
Well, you you That's were there as well, but perspective. Yeah, I, I was in the Cannon Building. Yeah, yeah, but but I I wasn't there, and I didn't know this. But this is what he's saying. There was no porta potties. Yeah, and, they didn't and have another reason. But they so also, I'm like, wow, might, wow. Well, no, I think I yeah, think that's ahead. right. But there were other protests shortly after that. And the conservative protests, because I lived in D.C. at the time, and I remember when there were conservative protests. This, this isn't exactly right. These were like the rumors, you know, of us conservatives living in D.C. That when there were conservative proto protests, they intentionally were not putting porta potties out there because they didn't want conservatives to be able to go to the bathroom. They wanted you to leave to have to like uh, you know when you got uncomfortable that you would actually leave um wow it, it wow. is true that there were but, not porta bodies there. the rationale i don't know why but um, yeah but, but there, isn't that there was, something yeah yeah that's uh, that, that a plumber would have this unique perspective that we you know yeah. they i didn't and and that's yeah. maybe getting back to your point about the masses come up with these unique ideas that you wouldn't you wouldn't think of on your own perhaps if you weren't a plumber and and weren't there and uh that's why so it's so important to get uh i think a robust thought process where they are where the left talks about bringing in all kinds of different people they uh, add racism to that equation where the mm -hmm. truth is no we need we need some sort of you know broadness and thought which brings the bigger bigger and the best solution and, and yeah. it's not nothing about racist so right yeah, no, I think you're I think you're exactly right. I think um the left the left appears more powerful than it is because they have media. They have their their grip on the big media outlets, print and and television, you know, all, all the big ones. Um so they appear bigger than they are, I think. I agree. I agree. And they're always trying to tell us that we're we're the minority, that we're all alone, that um yeah. That that we're 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 not smart. That uh, don't trust our senses. Trust them. It's all right. lies. It's all lies. And and you break free of that, and it's like, you know, it must be you know to the people that you know realize this, it must be like an epiphany. Like, oh, how refreshing to to be able to get back to just you know trusting your own conscience, which that is not what the left wants. That's not what fascism wants. They want you to be to follow the the dream, you know, whatever that dream might be, which is, you know, conquering Europe or whatever it's uh, and, and you lose your identity and therefore you lose your, your, you know, your freedom, your individual rights. And I think that's what, and that's what we're seeing going on now as they try to destroy uh, the media, as they do the things that they're doing to censor us, to attack those people from January 6th. By the way, did you see any of the uh, video that came out this this weekend? Oh my uh, gosh! January 6th? Every single prisoner needs to be released immediately, and Donald and the charges against Donald Trump need to be dropped immediately. That the, those videos, not just the fact that they exist, that put reasonable doubt into this whole narrative that Donald Trump started an insurrection. The fact that they exist is enough that those charges should be withdrawn. But. The January 6th committee, why didn't they air that to the public? Do you remember when they had their hearings, primetime television, where they had, you know, all the cable news networks airing their BS live streamed from the Capitol? They didn't show those those videos and they didn't call the witnesses that would say that's exactly what happened. And then why didn't Kevin McCarthy release that? Why didn't Kevin McCarthy show the American people what actually happened on January 6th? 
And Jack Smith, surely Jack Smith reviewed the footage of January 6th when he was doing his own independent investigation, didn't he? Surely he could look at that footage and say, okay, there's clearly something else going on here besides this, the narrative that's being put out there. But he didn't. He charged Donald Trump anyway. And they've got these crazy lies in the indictment saying that Donald Trump started this insurrection when none of it's true. None of it's true. And those videos show that the police fired on a peaceful crowd. The pro the crowd yeah. was not rowdy or upset and the, the police fired into them. So, mm. yeah, I, I think they those videos are a huge indictment on any organization that claims they've been doing an investigation into January 6th. That's yeah. the United States Congress. That's Jack Smith. That's the FBI. That's the Department of Justice. None of them have been honest with the American people, and those videos prove it. Amen. Thanks so much. Yeah, and and four people died that day, and I believe two guys died because these flash grenades blew up in their faces. They never saw them coming, and they were middle-aged guys. They're just standing outside. Bam, they drop dead. They have heart attacks. You don't just have a heart attack like that. I believe those flash grenades blew up in their face. I think I, there's even a video of one guy. I remember it from January 6th saying, hey, I just saw this flash grenade blew up this guy. I think he's dead, this young guy saying, as he's wow. leaving the Capitol that day. And you're like, what? And then we found out four people died. And the only one that's mentioned in that January 6th report, by the way, is Ashley Bobbitt. The other three are not even mentioned. Four people yeah. died that day. They don't even mention their names. It's it's. They don't it's, mention it, their names, it, but they mention the numbers. And they claim that it was Donald Trump supporters who killed they actually claim Donald Trump supporters killed police officers. They didn't. Right. They, no. no police officers died that day. Not a single one. You've got Officer Sicknick who died the following day under odd, what I would say are odd circumstances. I don't know what happened there, but it's odd that he was pronounced dead when he was still walking around the Capitol and then he died the next day um, with no blunt force trauma, no none of the problems that they, they claimed that led to his death. The autopsy report shows that he did not have blunt force trauma to his head. So I, I don't know the circumstances surrounding his death, but it's not what they told us. Um, right. And then they prayed. The only the, the yeah. insurrection did occur on January 6th, but the insurrectionists were already inside the building. So um, mm -hmm. it's it's a complete hoax on the American people. This was an assault by the United States government on the American people is what it was. Yeah, absolutely. After and, and, you know, the real crime, you hear people say it over and over. The real crime was uh, November 3rd. When they stole that election and yeah. and and fourth of 2020, I mean that was that was the crime. They're trying to cover it up. This was their effort to do that, like a color revolution, like uh, what fascists would do. It's outrageous, you know. I put up a piece. There was there was video of this woman who just got pummeled by this policeman. She got caught between protesters and the police, and somehow got forced to the front. And I think there are some bad actors in there pushing people into the Capitol and and into these scenes. And this poor woman. She got punched in the face about 20 times by this cop. Point blank, oh. bashing her in the face. Then he gets a stick out, starts smashing her in the face. And then she drops and he helps her up only so he could keep pummeling her. This is, you know, it was unreal. He's going, I believe, to court today um, that um, for her sentencing, she's going to, she's facing like uh, something like uh, 180 days in prison. For just being there and getting pummeled. I remember they handcuffed her and paraded her through the Capitol after that, all bloodied up. 
just gross. She didn't make yeah. it. And there was guys, there's a, here, here was my piece. There was a guy in the background saying, stop, stop. You're hurting her. You know, what are you doing? And then there's another guy that I met. His name's uh, Sergenti, uh, uh, Kim Sergenti from California. He went, he was there. He was there when Ashley, uh, not Ashley Bobbitt, but uh, Roseanne Boyland was being Boyland. smothered uh, under a mush pile, basically. And he said, I lost all my dignity. I got down on my hands and knees and put my hands up and begged these policemen, please stop. You're killing her. She's under there. And they're spraying everybody at the same time, smashing people together. And he begged this cop. He goes, if we could ever get that police cam, it would show me on my knees begging this guy to stop. Please stop. You're killing her. But she died. She didn't make it. And um, and this guy said eventually he got up, saw nothing's going to happen, turned around. And this policeman clubbed him over the head and he had blood running down his face. I mean, this is what the Capitol Police did. This is the videos we need to see. We need to see yeah. those police cams more we than anything. We need body cams of that, the police officers. Yeah. yeah. Abs- that's where we're going to see some atrocious activities. And yeah. um Hopefully we'll be able to get that. I, I my hats off to uh, Mike uh, uh, Johnson for releasing this video. It's great. You know, yeah. thank God. Yeah, and you're right. What happened to McCarthy? Why, why didn't he do this? Yeah, I mean, because it's the government. He's part of the problem, right? It's all the elitists who yeah. don't want us to know the truth. They don't want us to know what happened. So it's heartbreaking. Okay. It's heartbreaking even to hear those stories. Like I, it, it, it's really really sad. But um, it will get corrected. It will it will get fixed, um, but we have to continue to fight through it and fight to expose the truth. That's what you know you're doing on this show. I'm so grateful for shows like this and people talking about it. But we have to continue to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what what should we expect out of these Jack Smith cases? Um, I think they're trying really hard to throw Donald Trump in jail. I think that's what they want. Uh, I don't think personally. I don't think that they'll be successful. Um, I think they're going to do everything they can to, you know, force them into a, a trial uh, in March. Supposedly, you know, the trial date set for March right now, at least in January, uh, the January 6th case in Washington, D.C. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. I think Donald Trump has a really solid defense in the fact that the I don't think they have the evidence to prove their allegations. Right. They're not going to be able to prove what they're accusing him of because he didn't do it. Um, so there's that. Um, but I, I think DOJ probably has some surprises up their sleeve that we'll, we'll see, uh, come out in the next, you know, four months or so. Um, but I don't, at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to be successful. What they want to do is they want to convict Donald Trump and throw him in jail and then say he's ineligible. He can't be on the ballot. Um, I don't think they will even come close to achieving that, but that is their goal. Mm. But that judge uh, Chutkin and these Obama judges have traditionally just been horrible. They're not judges. They're they're not people that should be anywhere near a courtroom. What right. about That's how, we, how do I, we handle that? Yeah. Well, no, I I don't think I don't necessarily think the judge will. Um, the judge is not our ally, right? Clearly, um, so I, I have more faith in a DC jury. And I know I know people go, oh, Washington DC jury is so corrupt or whatever. They are like, maybe, maybe not, you know, all all you need is one. You just need one juror who's honest. who can look at this and go, "Mm, I don't know. So I don't know. I've got, I've got faith in a jury trial. Good. Great. I mean, that's my position. There's a dozen, there's a dozen different ways that this could play out. I'm not in any way saying that 
is what's going to happen to me. I think that is the most likely to be successful. Um, but there's a dozen different ways that this could end up going. Yeah. Unbelievable. We've been watching these New York cases and just came, you know, our jaws hit the floor with just how outrageous they are. There's no, well, I, think the, I think the judge in that case has pretty much made a fool of himself, um, proven himself to be biased. And, uh, I think Chris Keist and Alina Haba, the attorneys working that case have done a good job of preserving the record and, you know, making their case. And if Judge Engeron uh, finds rules against Donald Trump, which based on his actions, it appears that that's what he's going to do. I hope I hope he doesn't. I hope he actually gives us a just ruling. But if he doesn't, I don't see how it withstands appeal. It's just it's I I just don't see how it withstands appeal. I, so. I can't not not in a just world. No way. No, no. way. That's just crazy. There's no crime. You know, there's no crime. Same with the, same with the other two cases in New York. That one with Eugene Carroll saying Trump uh, raped her years ago. Doesn't yeah. even know the day, year, or anything. That lady seems certifiable, crazy. Yeah. And then you got the other case uh, with that brag. Uh, that uh, that's all made up too. They're saying Trump made entries into the books, and I'm telling you, as a former you know CFO and a former uh, head of a billion dollar block of business, no CEO is making any tr- entries in the that- books. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. I don't know that that Bragg case is going to go to trial. We'll see. We'll see what they do with it. But I think it's so foolish. I think he got his 15 minutes of fame when he became the first AG to indict a former president. And he knows he doesn't have a case. But, you know, they took the trial date off off the calendar. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I didn't know so that. there's no trial date set in Bragg's case right now. So it's just there. Yeah. It just exists. Um and I think they're really going to defer to Jack Smith's cases and Fannie Willis's cases uh, to see, you know, kind of what happens there. Mm. And I think they'll be very sadly uh, disappointed when Donald Trump prevails. Yeah. And yeah. I think well, Brad will just kind of slink away. But that's yeah. just- and by the way, yeah, no, thanks. I, by the way, we've got some great information on Georgia that just absolutely proves exactly what we've been saying for a very long time so yeah i'm you know wait till that information comes out and these these uh um people really see the truth it's going to blow them away yeah yeah so uh christina i know you got to run you got another meeting i believe i'm not sure with the president or whoever but uh appreciate uh, your schedule and thank you so much for spending your time here it's, it's an honor privilege and so happy to have you here on the first live stream of the joe hoff show thank you Joe, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be with you. And uh, I'm always grateful for your time. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Great. And we'll be right back on The Joe Hoff Show. De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. Once again, I'm going to quote from my buddy Mark Marano's Climate Depot. This is just unbelievable what I see going on at this summit between Biden and the Chinese government. As a matter of fact, the most alarming thing is that John Kerry was anywhere around that place. These two guys and their administrations have been bullying the United States of America over a problem that even if it existed, we have very little to do with it. Australia, UK, you have nothing to do with it. Canada, you have nothing to do with it. Seriously, if you look at the amount of CO2 you put in the air compared to total CO2, it truncates to zero. 
Now, who is the biggest polluter, if you want to call CO2 pollutant? It's China. So expert raise alarms after Biden strikes climate agreement with China to shut down fossil fuels. What, what kind of insanity is this? China thumbs their nose and laughs at the rest of the world. And guess what? It's our fault they do it. You know why? They know darn well that this is not a big disaster. They know darn well they have to push forward their population. I mean, I realize China's in bad shape as far as freedoms go, but they are trying to work in their own whatever manner to try to create more freedoms and more prosperity for China. So of course they're going to sit there and try to stop the United States. And these guys just walk right into it. It's disgusting. Americans are letting a guy and his buddy John Kerry bully them over a situation they have precious little to do with. Let me read you the facts. CO2 is 0.042% of the atmosphere. Man is responsible for 3 to 5% of that. The United States is responsible for 10% of that total. Australia, Canada, the UK, about 1%. Essentially, it's nothing. Much ado about nothing. A weaponized weather in a phony climate war. It's unbelievable. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you got. I need to go get my rabies shots. When the world's endangered animals need help most, when their lives are at greatest risk, when they would otherwise be lost, the International Fund for Animal Welfare is there, taking action to rescue the animals we love, to protect them and their threatened natural habitats. But the danger to animals the world over is growing, and the need for your help has never been more urgent. On land, you'll help stop poachers from threatening and killing elephants and big cats for the illegal wildlife trade. In the oceans, you'll help rescue dolphins, whales, and seals from deadly hazards. And you'll help rescue, rehabilitate, and release vulnerable animals when disasters strike. Here at home and around the world, we can't do this work without you. See how you can help animals and people thrive together at joinifall.org. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Hey, we are back on the Joe Hoff Show. So glad you're here. So glad you could listen in uh, and listen to uh, Christina. What a great, uh, what a great show that is. Christina Bob, one of the best, one of the best. It's been such a great support for me and uh, the Gateway Pundit and our reporting and uh, and now the Joe Hoff Show. Just, just has been fantastic. So yeah, grateful to be here. So much going on in the news this Thanksgiving week in the U.S. There's. Uh, there's just uh yeah there's there's a still there, there's a lot to be grateful for and we'll be talking about that throughout the week as well as we have some really some fantastic guests coming on all week to start off uh this live stream of the show and uh it's gonna you know we're just gonna keep sharing the truth with you keep uh you know shoving the truth in your face keep there it is there it is there it is you're gonna say joe stop sending us so much truth we're gonna say no we're gonna keep sending it just like president trump he said we're gonna win we're gonna win you're gonna say no more winning there he goes no we're gonna win some more we're gonna keep winning and that's what we're gonna do because we're gonna share the truth because like christina said we got Man, we got God and the truth on our side. Uh, she likes these. Uh, she says, "I'd much rather be David than, than Goliath," and and uh, and 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 we are, and we all agree as well. And so, 
Yeah, what great perspectives from Christina. She, after the election, was all over the country working for OAN and um, did just, you know, just great work. She was in Maricopa, I think, for about a month uh, reporting from that election, uh, the election uh, audit. And she uh, she just learned so much. I think that's how she ended up getting President Trump's ear and was telling him, here's who here's who to trust and here's who not to trust in some of these uh, states. And and uh, eventually she's been hired by him uh, to be one of his attorneys. So just a, a great uh, American who's, uh, you know, helped out this country so much. Love her. Uh, just just oppor- opportunistic and 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 positive attitude about what's going on. Yeah, she's right. We're, we're dealing with some monsters, but there's so much uh, that can happen when you have the truth on your side. Is Jack Smith going to throw President Trump in, in prison? Is this really going to happen? I guess one thing that kind of grabs me is uh, Laura Loomer mentioned this yesterday. Outside the Capitol, early, early in the morning, some joggers noticed it, that there was uh, there was something going on. And it was an exercise by, I believe, Capitol Police, where they were carting people around in stretchers and they were they were preparing as if for some sort of catastrophe in in DC and in these and Laura Lumer asked well what's what's going on what are these guys preparing for so we'll have to see but it always seems that these monsters prepare for stuff give us an indication basically hint at what they're going to do maybe even more than hint in the case of covid and and other activities they they let us know what they're going to do and and I don't know what they're preparing for, but it sounds horrible. And this is the this is what the lefties do. They're always conjuring. They're always creating. They're sinister. They're cunning. They're certainly evil. And uh, so th- these people, they're they're not dumb. They are just villainous and vile. And uh, like uh, Elon Musk says about George Soros, he said the guy. It's like he's against civilization. And what does that tell you? It's against. He's against humans. He's he's really an evil person. And 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 Musk said it's because look at it. Look, he he supports all these DAs that let crime you know run rampant in their in these great cities, and they're destroying the cities. And yet the people that get arrested are people like uh, like that uh, stand up against the uh, against these uh, the mobs against the Black Lives Matter. It's the police that get arrested and thrown thrown in jail and prison. It's unreal, and and look at it's happening on a uh, on a national basis. January sixth is a great uh, example. We've got all these great people that were there. They were protesting, innocently protesting a, a stolen twenty twenty election. The evidence was out there. I'd been I'd been writing about it day and night for sixty days after that election. I was exhausted when the election came. We worked so hard to write and share the truth about Trump and. And the lies about Biden even had some articles about Hunter Biden's laptop right before the election, just damaging stuff that was on that laptop, just seedy, gross family stuff that's just gross. And I put it up at the Gateway Pond and we got a lot of traction. And then all of a sudden we get this stolen election and uh, worked so hard to just lay it out for, you know, utilizing my background as an honor. This election never should have been certified. Absolutely no way. Had we had integrity in our election process, it never would have. Anyways, we'll be back tomorrow with another great guest. I'll tell you then, and it's going to be a great week. Thank you for joining us today on the first live stream of The Joe Hoff Show. Take care.